When we think about leadership, often we are looking at the person at the helm of some extremely successful enterprise when truly each of us are leaders of our own life in one way or another. How are you growing your inner leader? Hello, and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Vitello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to this live. I hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you find yourself. And I wanted to talk today about leadership. And if you're listening to podcasts, perhaps you hear a lot about leadership in the business space and the entrepreneurial space, perhaps it may even be in the political space, like leaders are everywhere. And I wanted to invite you into an idea that you are a leader as well. You may already feel that about yourself. Perhaps you're leading a business, you're leading a team in the workplace, and maybe you are a leader in your home in some capacity. And I also want you to consider where else you are a leader in your life. How are you leading yourself? Every decision you make Everything you do comes from a place of having an intention that you want a certain outcome. And that may be to be living your purpose in this world. That may be what drew you to this podcast because we talk a lot about this beautiful trajectory to achieving our life purpose or to finding a deeper sense of purpose in the work that we're doing or even a deeper connection in our relationships because that's important to you. That may be part of your purpose. You also may have some particular outcomes when it comes to your well-being, how you want to feel in your body. And that takes a lot of self-leadership to be doing the things required for you to be thriving in that way, whatever it may look like, whether it is the way you are living each day, the way you're eating, the way you're moving, what you're putting into your mind. There are so many things that go into that. You also may be wanting to lead something from a place of having a mission that you are after. You're wanting to draw attention to and bring people alongside of you to create an outcome. Leadership takes a lot of intention and it takes on many forms. And so I want to celebrate the leader in you, whoever that may be, whatever it may look like for you, and talk about how can you nurture that, your own inner leader, the part of you that maybe you know about, you may hesitate to even call a leader, but that part of you that you know exists that maybe other people don't see because you are so focused on other elements of your life. I never used to consider myself a leader because I just, I thought that was reserved for someone, you know, seated at the helm of a boardroom, at the helm of a company, or perhaps just someone who had a lot of notoriety behind them and a lot of expectations from other people. 
you know, a leader is someone who people can tend to follow in one regard. And we have positive leaders. We have leaders that maybe lead people down different paths that may not be optimal for the world or for a certain culture. But each of us has the ability to self-lead in the decisions that we make in our lives that can truly impact the quality of not only our own personal lifestyle, but the lives of people around us. And when I think of anyone who particularly is like in a parenting role or a teaching role, where truly you are leading other people, often younger people, that is a really, really important role. I had a conversation the other day, here we are with the World Cup on currently, and the importance of coaches, for instance, and the way that they lead these players, perhaps from a very young age, and the influence that they have on them as well. You hear about these great coaches who people write about, there's books about them, and and these, these great players from all different types of sports can talk and point to different coaches that formed them. They had such a beautiful way of getting to their soul and pulling out their best. And they feel like they're a better person, not only a better player, but a better person because of what they learned from these coaches. And then of course you hear the opposite. You hear about coaches who they have the full attention of these players from a young age, but then they may not lead them in the best way. And though those things can be destructive as well. And so how do we find that balance personally when we are looking at nurturing our own inner leader, the one that leads us to do the things that we personally do, that leads us to do those things that improve our lives, that perhaps improve the lives of, lives of others as well, versus the kind of leader that maybe wants to cut corners, just wants the notoriety, is kind of stuck on the ego, which is something we all struggle with because we live in these human bodies and we're surrounded by all of these messages telling us we need to show up a certain way. So how do we do that? And so as I got thinking about this and the influence that leaders have and the influence that each of us has really in any place that we find ourselves. I got thinking about what are some practices that I really respect in people who I look up to, people who I've been mentored by, various people, maybe I have speakers or authors or people I've heard share their story that I really respect. And knowing, of course, that these leaders are human beings who are not perfect, but they have maybe done something that others haven't, or they've accomplished great things in the mind of the people who, who appreciate their, their work or their form of leadership. And one of the things that I've noticed is very common, seemingly at the top of the list, in my opinion, is these leaders do take time out. They take space for themselves to be with their thoughts to process their creative ideas, input, statistics, whatever it may be for what they're doing. And they take space away so they can really take a step back from the day-to-day to see the bigger picture. So we can envision this in titans of industry. We can envision this in coaches of 
teams where they have the off season, where they're stepping back, they're rejuvenating, they're looking at the tapes of the people who are on their team and making new strategies and just really looking at the bigger picture and and trajectory of where they want to go, casting the vision so they can share it as the leader of the team. They take space. And so for you and I, who may not be at the helm of a billion-dollar company, perhaps you are. Hey, if you are, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Or maybe you're leading a family. Maybe you're leading you know, a small team at work. Maybe you're leading a mid-sized team. Maybe you are leading your business that is growing at various stages And maybe you are just starting out and thinking about what do I want to do with my life? You, in having that moment of thought, you're taking a step of leadership by actually realizing that you have a choice and you have a say in what can happen next. You're going to take some actions and it starts with casting a vision. So I invite you in whatever area of life that you are wanting to take more leadership on, Two, do the same thing. Take a step back. See how you're doing. See the results you're getting in whatever area of your life that you are wanting to focus on, whether it be your health, your business, your relationships. And take a little assessment. Ask yourself some questions. A few you can start with are, you know, how different are my outcomes now compared to six months ago or a year ago or two years ago, let's say. Do a comparison, then ask yourself, am I happy with that? And then you can ask yourself, why do I think these are the outcomes that I'm getting? What what caused this outcome? And you can celebrate the things that really helped you win in those areas. And you can maybe just take note of those things that you're not too happy about or things you'd like to improve. And then the next question you can ask is, where do I really want to be? Where do I want to move this to? And start vision casting for yourself and stepping out of the how can it get done and stepping into the vision of what you really desire, what you want to have happen, how will it make you feel, maybe the reason why you want to do it, the greater purpose behind it. Really allow yourself to immerse yourself in that. And in doing so, you'll see the vision start to emerge. And maybe you do this all the time. Maybe I'm, I'm speaking to a pro here. But if you've not done this before, there's so much power in stepping out of the how, stepping out of the day-to-day and dreaming. Because every incredible invention, every incredible experience that you've witnessed or had, everything that maybe you take even for granted in your home that is really a modern innovation marvel, is something that first was someone's vision. And until we slow down and take space, we don't have time for those ideas to land and to really marinate and turn into something beautiful as a vision for our own selves and our lives and our futures. So that's the first thing I wanted to invite you into considering is where can you take space so that you can take a step of leadership in the direction that you want to go. Not that 
everybody else is telling you, not what's popular that you see in the media or on social media or wherever, not what everybody else is doing, but what really resonates for you. You only fully will know that when you step back and get quiet. I talk about getting quiet a lot, which is funny because, (laughs) um, you know, if you know me, personally, if you spent time with me or if you're my family, you know, I'm not always that quiet. I have loud music on all the time. There's music. I love to sing. I love having music on and dancing to it. And I just love those vibes. And I love conversation, obviously. And I have a podcast, so you're listening to me talk right now. But here's a little bit of a secret here. I love my solitude as well. I love to take that time to get quiet and to just listen and to journal and just allow my thoughts to merge. That only happens when I take space from everything around me. That's why I love nature so much. That's why I love my walks so much. And being under the trees or at this point under the bare trees and walking on the snow, it's important. And I know that that is what has helped me to grow. It's helped me to face some things perhaps I didn't really want to face too about maybe decisions I needed to make, conversations I needed to have. All that stuff has landed when I've been by myself with no music on and just total silence. Well, maybe the sound of the birds on a walk, right? So that's the first thing I want to leave you with about nourishing and nurturing your inner leader. The other thing I wanted for you to consider is there is the time alone to nurture our inner leadership. And then there is the time to have wise counsel surrounding us. And that can look different for so many people. Again, Titans of Industry have their trusted confidants, their consultants, and their board of directors and various people around them who are advising them. They're they're trusted advisors, people who've walked before them or who have experience where they don't have experience. Then there is people like you and I, or people who are entrepreneurs, people who are, you know, working in a traditional um, corporate environment, they also have their colleagues and people who are there to advise them and to bounce ideas off of. That's why I love masterminds. I love memberships. I love communities, which is why I have the Seasons Collective that is opening its doors soon. I'm so excited to be able to provide that as well. There's something special about surrounding yourself for your personal life, your wellness, your initiatives of reaching your goals, where you are surrounded by several trusted people who do have your best interest at heart, who care. And that's something for you to vet. Certainly, it may take some time for that to happen, but reaching out to one or a few, like a handful of people to surround yourself with so that when you are trying new ideas and trying to decide what it is that you want to achieve, you have some voices there to guide you or at least to bounce ideas off of and to give you some sense that you're not speaking to an echo chamber. You have some people there to to help clarify some things perhaps. And it's something that I've cultivated over time as well. I'm so grateful the last decade, the people that have come into my world that really I've sought out and I've been open to. And without them, there's a lot of things that I would not have brought into this world or brought to light because I maybe didn't think they were that important. And it wasn't until having conversations with other like-minded people and people not even doing the same exact type of work as me they were kind of mirroring things back to me that helped me realize, 
what was really valuable and worthwhile doing. So I invite you to consider, especially as we are reflecting on this year and headed into the new year, where can you gain the support that you desire to help you in your life, business, relationships, everything, get that support and that advising counsel that perhaps you want, or just a listening ear to help you work through things. Because I find often I process outwardly and that's how I get my best answers is by letting it download and then kind of bouncing it off of somebody who is intent in helping and listening as well. So there's a couple of thoughts for you on how to nurture your inner leader. And when you do that, you'll see so many beautiful things happen. Actual growth and progress will happen because you're making the intention a reality by doing something about it, by creating space for it, and by having conversation about it as well. So as you continue with your week, I hope you really feel into some of these things for yourself. And if you're looking for a community of a like-minded people who want to elevate and make an impact in the world while honoring the rhythms of their body and their wellness so that they can have a great, a greater impact, that is what the Seasons Collective is all about and the Seasons app. You can find all about it out at the link in bio. And if you're listening to the podcast, you can find it in the show notes as well. I welcome you with open arms to have a look. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you on another episode. Big blessings. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.